0: Welcome to the Crossview Church message of the week. We hope you enjoy the message this morning. For more information, visit us at mycrossview.com. Well, good morning, Crossview Church. Welcome to Church Online this morning. We're really thankful for you to be joining with us today. Uh, This is the third week of our series that we're calling The Way Forward, where we're talking through uh, our new direction together as a church family. And we're so excited about where God is leading us. And it's been really great to spend the last few weeks diving into our process. Speaking of diving into our process, we want to continually remind you that all of these messages, um, all of our written material and discussion videos between Pastor Holly and I can all be found on our website. Uh, we We want to encourage you to go there and look through all the material, watch these videos and just dive into this whole process more and more. So week one, we introduced our discipleship pathway, and we talked about our first step, which was biblical teaching. Remember that the heart of our pathway is transformation and change. We want to see everyone connected with Crossview to be growing in their relationship with Jesus, growing closer with other people, and taking loving action in the world around us. So we start all of this process with biblical teaching. And the heart of our first step, if you'll remember, is that everyone who participates in Crossview, whether online or in person, encounters biblical teaching that will begin to change their life, thoughts, attitudes, actions, and relationships. Remember, we looked at Romans 12, verse 2, and the idea of transforming our mind, letting God shape and mold how we think and how we see the world around us. We're using the word unsettled when we think about this, which is a good thing because it moves us forward as we encounter the truth and the presence of God as he confronts various elements of our life that either need to be reoriented or, 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 or shifted back to following God. And he invites us forward to change and into peace and purpose. As Jesus begins or continues the work of change in our life, we're led to the second step of our discipleship pathway, which we talked about last week, and that is to serve one another in love. As disciples of Jesus, or on our way to becoming disciples of Jesus, we're called to serve one another in love, helping to meet the needs of those around us, and thereby share the good news of Jesus and the message of the gospel. We want to be known uh, as a church that is for our community. We want to be a church that is known for being a blessing to our neighborhood. Our goal is to have a number of partnerships and community initiatives to, in very real and practical ways, meet the needs of people in our community and shower people with the love of Jesus. We were placed here for this day, in this time, in this neighborhood, and on this corner. The third step of our discipleship pathway, which we'll talk about today, is connecting with others. As we continue to encounter biblical teaching and as we are taking loving actions to serve those around us, the third step of our process is to connect in deeply impactful relationships with someone or a group of others. You know, often the most meaningful moments of change and transformation in life, in particular spiritual transformation, happen within the context of a personal relationship. I think a number of us have experienced this. For many people, the most significant moments of change in their life that they can remember are closely tied with a person, a pastor, a mentor, a coach, a teacher, a close friend, small group, family member, and the list goes on. This step of our process is all about leaning into the reality that most formation comes through the investment of others into our circumstances and our personal well-being. I've had several people in my life who have invested deeply in me and I have clear memories of the things that they said to me that shaped who I am and helped me grow in my faith with Christ and I bet that the same is true for you as well. From mentors to spiritual directors to pastors to friends, it's so important that we are making space in our life for close relationships that help us grow. People that can speak to us in ways that we really need. And we need to be willing to do that for other people as well. Romans 1:10 through 12 says this. One of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. So we find this incredible moment uh, in Paul's letter uh, to the Roman Christians of his desire to shape and to be shaped by each other through relationship. Paul, we find that Paul longed to see the believers in Rome. Now, here's one thing that we should realize, that our common commitment to the Lord Jesus draws us together in relationship. To be servants of the same master is to live in a harmony of heart with one another. And so we should be investing in each other. Paul wanted to share with the Roman Christians some spiritual gift, he said, that would provide them with some encouragement and some strength. Now, we all have relationships like this in uh, our lives, and I want to share with uh, you just about one of those. I know many of you know uh, Pastor Mark Morrison, who served here as the lead pastor uh, some years ago, and I just, I'm so blessed to, to follow in his footsteps here at Crossview. Well, I get the great benefit of having Pastor Mark as a mentor in my life. There have been so many times when after talking together with Pastor Mark that I leave feeling encouraged, having received some wisdom for a particular situation or a relationship, or after a time of prayer, I feel as though I've received a gift from the Lord given to me through Pastor Mark. And I know maybe many of us have those types of relationships. But so Paul longs to connect with the Roman Christians and it was, a, it was to be a visit to Rome that would serve to strengthen the faith of those who had recently turned from idols to serve the living God. So Paul wanted to be with them to give them this spiritual gift that would encourage them and strengthen their faith. But then he quickly added this qualifying statement and I think it's so beautiful He almost says, what I mean to say is that when we're together, we will be mutually encouraged by one another. I will be of help to you, but you also will be of help and encouragement to me. Your faith strengthens my faith, and I am a stronger person as a result. Paul reveals a genuine sense of appreciation for the spiritual life of other people. Although he was an apostle sent by God to proclaim the good news to the Gentiles and throughout the known world, he valued and would profit from the faith of other believers. Now, this is so important for us as we think about this third step, that we are strengthened and encouraged by each other's faith. We grow and transform in relationship with one another. Your investment into someone else's life and faith could make a significant difference as you pass on what you have been given through faith in Jesus Christ and the same is true of you that just as uh, just as your faith would be encouraged and strengthened by the investment of others into your life and faith we feel as though God has called us to prioritize this type of relationship and investment and mutual encouragement of one another as we look forward into 2021 and beyond. So, the question that we're asking uh, is Are we making space in our life for those types of close personal relationships that will help us to continue to grow, strengthen our faith, and encourage one another? This is something that Paul does throughout the scripture that we see in his letters, but this is also a primary aspect of Jesus's method of ministry. Investing deeply in a smaller group of people and then that group of people begins to invest in another group of people and on and on it goes. In a moment, Pastor Holly and I will talk about this in more detail and and how we see this happening. But I want to say that even now, while we're not able to gather together in larger groups, we can facilitate this type of vital interaction of relationship and discipleship. In fact, the language that we've been using is, if we can't gather right now in larger groups, for even for some time yet, how can we move from um, helping people gather to helping people connect? And even if right now we're a church a a bit scattered, we can still be a church connected. And we want to help people make space in their life for those types of close relationships that lead to formation in Jesus. Romans 1 verses 10 through 12 again. One of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we gather together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. So the last thing that I'll say is in, is in a moment, we're going to uh, move into a time of communion. And one of my favorite communion passages in the Bible comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 26. We're going to read it again in a moment, but uh, let's, uh, I want to read it here now. It says this, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. We love this moment as a Christian family, as a faith family. It's a significant moment for each of us. And remember something that uh, even though Paul is considered an apostle, that he was never actually physically with Jesus. His, con- his conversion and his ministry happened well after Jesus had died. But look at what he says in verse 23. And this is so important for us today as we think about this third step of our process. In the, in the beginning of this passage, in verse 23, it says this. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. Isn't that beautiful? I hope that this is motivating and encouraging to you that we all have a responsibility to be disciples who pass on what we have received from the Lord himself. We've been shaped and formed, beginning with biblical teaching. We're serving others and taking loving action in the world around us. And we wanna pass on what we've received as we make space in our life for close relationships, close personally transformative relationships. As we want to grow closer to Jesus, closer with other people, and take loving action in our world. Let's discuss this together with Pastor Holly. Well, hello everyone. Good morning to this part of our conversation. Hi, Pastor Holly.
1: Hi, how are you? Good,
0: I'm doing well. How are you? So
1: far, so good. So far, so
0: good. This is great. I really have loved these conversations over these past couple of weeks. We're just getting an opportunity to talk through our discipleship pathway and kind of dive into it a little bit more.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. These have been fun conversations. Yeah, Yeah.
0: they have. We just want to remind you all, uh, I know I reminded you just a moment ago um, in the message as well, but uh, you can see all of these conversations, (laughs) read through more written material and longer conversations between Pastor Holly and I at our website at mycrossview.com and uh, go click on, you'll see it says Discipleship Pathway right on the main page and that'll take you where you need to go. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. it's good. You can pause and... I was gonna say rewind. That yeah. kind of dates me, doesn't it? it a little does. bit. Yeah. Go it's so back funny. in the video. Yeah. Yeah. Just
0: rewind. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh So Pastor Holly, we're talking about the third step of our discipleship yeah. process, which is connecting with others. Yeah. So that's our third step. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the heart um, of this process. We just kind of walked through that um, theologically and biblically, mm-hmm. uh, using this, the example of Paul writing to the Roman Christians. But what is uh, part of uh, what we hope to see from this connecting with others step?
1: Yeah, well, I I mean, this is just such an important uh, step for us as a church and really just as followers of Jesus. To -hmm. to connect with one another, in my mind, means that we are – uh, we're not just a group of people in the same place at the yes, same time, right. right? Because that could be the line at the post office. Mm-hmm. But but we are uh, we are connecting <laughs> yes. to one another in a meaningful way because yeah. we believe that that is uh, one of the most meaningful ways to see transformation in yeah, our lives is right. connecting with other. Uh, followers yeah. of
0: Jesus. And we mentioned earlier, but I think we all have experiences of those moments of lasting change mm-hmm. in our life are almost always connected with a person, a close relationship. It's almost always, yeah. So there's, you know, all kinds of examples that, that you could use from that. So, uh, But but that's the thing is that we, in this step, really want to emphasize, are we making space in our life for those kinds of relationships? Mm-hmm. I think you, you just said it so well that we don't want to just be a people that are gathered together in the same room, right. but we want to be people that are making space in our life to be in relationship with other people that help us change. Right, um, and that's that's such an important and such an important thing for us uh, uh, to do. Yeah. So speaking of being uh, gathered, but not n- not always connecting, um, I think this is a really important step for us these days because mm-hmm. we are. A church a bit scattered in, in the sense of we're all um, we're all participating online mm-hmm. and uh, we're not able to gather in large groups now. Right. Uh, hopefully we're getting we're getting closer and closer to be able to doing that again. Yeah, for sure. But even for some time, even when restrictions are lifted and some people might feel more comfortable gathering and mm-hmm. some people might not yet feel uh, comfortable joining in person for some time. Right. Uh, and that's just the reality that we face, uh, moving forward into 2021. So, um, I think this idea of, uh, that we are a church that wants to emphasize this connection piece is going to be really important for us going forward. Um, especially as we think of the, the difficulty of gathering in large groups, maybe for some time yet.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think we have to operate within. The actual reality, the yes. circumstances we find ourselves yes. in, and with uh, with the pandemic of this last year, and for we're not sure yeah. how long into the future, mm-hmm. you know, we have to uh, to accommodate that and yeah. live in that reality. But but not only that, um, but one opportunity that the pandemic has brought us unexpectedly is that we have been connecting mm-hmm. with people who aren't necessarily. Um, in in physical in close yes. physical proximity right. to us, right? right? So we have folks uh, connecting with CrossView online mm-hmm. from different states, from different countries, yes. even uh, different time zones, yep. and uh, so even. Even if COVID were to end today, Mm -hmm. and we could come back together in large groups, which is not really our reality. But if it were, Mm -hmm. we would still have people a part of our community who are not here physically. So connecting is not exclusive to gathering.
0: You're absolutely right. And we want to be uh, really intentional about this Mm -hmm. idea and this connecting. Um, because it is just such an important part of how we grow and change in the Lord and uh, the the kinds of relationships that we form that help us grow uh, as people uh, and in our maturity on all kinds of levels and uh, so this is an emphasis that we're going to make. This is the third step of our discipleship process and we're really excited about this. Again, we want to just continue to emphasize Part of our goal, the discipleship pathway, is to just bring some clarity and consistency Mm -hmm. to our process at Crossview. Who we are, how to be involved, and what we're going to prioritize and focus on. So we're going to prioritize and focus on biblical teaching, uh, serving others, and then making space in our life for these types of relationships that help us grow. Right. Yeah, so let's talk about how we're going to do that. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, so how have we been talking about facilitating this process of making space in our life for other people?
1: Yeah, well, I think uh, probably the best way to do that within the environment of a church family, of a fellowship of faith, would be uh, in small groups. Yeah. Uh, and we that's a, that's a great opportunity, right? We have some great small yeah. groups going here at Crossview. We anticipate more in the future. Yeah. So that's our... That's where we're heading. Yeah,
0: yeah. and this is uh, I just want to make mention small groups is probably not a surprising answer mm-hmm. to this to this step, but it uh, it is a significant answer. In fact, as Wesleyans, this is something yes. that the Wesleyan uh, tradition, Uh, really did well and on significant levels um, from its beginning so we have a rich heritage in uh, developing small groups that really get to the heart of who we are Um, and we have even a history of particular questions that are asked how is it with your soul uh, that try to get to those um, those or build those types of relationships that are really meaningful and transformative right so um, we're really excited about this. So we, like Pastor Holly said, we have a number of small groups that are going right now yeah. and we want to continue to see that expand and grow. One of the great things about how we're shaping this step is that we're defining the heart mm-hmm. behind, each, uh, behind each small group, which right. gives us some flexibility in terms of how small groups are organized or what they focus on. Right. So that no matter how this group is structured, the heart of that group is that every group is uh organized in a way that helps people make space in their life for other people that lead to transforming relationships yeah
1: exactly and and i think yeah like you said there's there's lots of room for uh for creativity within the groups and uh you know different themes different structures but are we within the group are we encouraging each other in our faith are we pointing each other to jesus and you're right it is our heritage i Wesley did small groups before yeah. small groups were cool. That's right, right. absolutely. We've so got a long, long history. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. right. So we just want to uh, say, if you um, if if you haven't looked through our small groups yet, uh, you can do that on our website. If you're mm-hmm. if you have a heart for a particular type of group, um, then let us know, and we can help begin to facilitate that process. We also want to resource all of our small groups to be able to help do this process as mm-hmm. best as possible. And so we're going to be working hard in doing that. And as we continue to try to go forward and into 2021 and beyond in the midst of COVID, Mm -hmm. we're going to continue to learn how best to try to connect people and, and and, and do those things, make space in our lives. And so we're really excited to see what is yet to come in this process, but it's going to start in a really clear way for us with small groups, the heart being that we're making space in our lives for close personal relationships that help us change and grow. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. So we're excited. So please go to our website, read more, read about this and uh, get
1: connected. We're really excited about this.